Hello, folks. Just a quick update on our podcast page, Help for Wounded Spirits. So we had a Facebook page of the same title, Help for Wounded Spirits. Unfortunately, through this whole electronic big tech stuff, we lost that page with all of you who liked us and followed us, completely lost the page and had to start a new one from scratch. So we need your help. Would you go out to the new one and find it and like us? It's still showing a, a blip to the old one. But if you'd go out to the new one, Help for Wounded Spirits, and, and find us and like us again, that'd be a great blessing. Uh, we also heard from a couple of you folks who had questions and things were going on. Please contact us. Contact us privately on our Facebook page. Uh, whatever the case may be. Also, by the grace of God, our ministry is expanding, especially on the wounded spirit side. So we have a completely different place now to give to the wounded, the Help for Wounded Spirits uh, website. Uh, so if you could go to Wounded Spirits Ministries, you got to type out the word ministries, T-R-I-E-S dot com, and, and you hit give, it'll take you to a drop-down window that starts with general and list a couple missionaries, and then it says, uh, Help for Wounded Spirits podcast. Boy, we could sure use your help with a month or so coming at us, and uh, that'd be a great blessing. So quickly, we now have Help for Wounded Spirits, its own Facebook page. Please go out and like it. It doesn't look exactly the same as the old one, uh, but God is still blessing. We can't wait to see you folks out there. Secondly, we have another place for you to help us pay our monthly bills with Helpful Wounded Spirits, and that's at woundedspiritsministries.com, and then hit Give, and the drop-down window entirely that comes up will say Helpful Wounded Spirits website. Of course, this is a 5013C. Uh, of course, you'll get a receipt for your taxes immediately, and uh, we thank you very much for your time. We sure do love you folks. Praying for you daily. Thank you. Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Man, it's great to be back with you folks. Here we are in uh, Psalm number 11. And uh, as we go along with me is my co-host and friend, Stephanie Wesco. And how are you this morning, Stephanie? I'm doing pretty great, Doug. Glad to be here. Glad to be here, and I'm glad you're here, too. And as we've been going through Psalms, there's been this underlying, almost like a thread throughout these podcasts, Stephanie, that have, uh, it, it almost feels like the psalmist is just one of us. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I think we forget sometimes that, that God took ordinary people and, and used his extraordinary grace and goodness to make prophets and, and uh, apostles and, and things of that nature. And he doesn't make them anymore. So if you, if you go by a church sign that says the prophet something on it, keep driving unless it's advertising the Christmas play. But, uh, uh, I mean, so we've been laughing a little. we got to be honest with you. So there's been a little bit of laughing and crying going on over here. And, uh, but there's so much to talk about. So we want to hop in. We talked yesterday uh, about moving forward, about, you know, even those hard times, even when things are upside down, even when life is sideways, even when uh, things don't, moving forward, moving, looking forward, being in the present, being in the tomorrow, the hope of God. You know, the hope is not in tomorrow. The hope is not in today. The hope is in God. The hope is, it's, it's knowing God. 
It's, uh, you know, it's no emotional thing, Stephanie, when we get saved. Some people get this all wrong and they're looking for one continuous emotional thing after another. I'm feeling good. I, I you know, I feel good. You know, I mean, that kind of thing. <laughs> and, and, but you know what? It's trusting God's word. It's, it's giving your heart to God. And, and speaking about giving your heart to God, we've been moving through Stephanie's kids and, and we moved up to the Stephanie's kid number four. And then and, and we're probably going to go through like her, her whole extended family at some. No, I'm only joking. But anyway, here we are with uh, uh, Stephanie Joyana uh, Wesco. So uh, Steffi is, and I call her her nickname, my nickname for her, Steffi Jr. And, uh, and you said, I guess Charles used to call her Steffi Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm glad I, I, I rekindled that name in Charles's honor. But uh, tell us about Steffi. Well, she's pretty amazing. Um, After four boys, um, obviously, I was very excited that the Lord gave me a little girl. Yeah. And um, Steffi has a very, very tender heart. Um, Yeah. She has a very thoughtful, she's very thoughtful. Um, She's always concerned about those around her and trying to encourage them. Um, she loves to draw. She's very artistic. She does this amazing stuff with, um, modeling clay. She loves to take modeling clay and create, she'll create things with it. Oh, she's such um, an artist. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's, so, you know, she is an art. She draws. She's a writer. She wrote a little book. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and she's she loves pretty. to write. As with all the Wesco children, she's a handsome or a pretty girl, would be pretty for the girl. And uh, she's got that real thick hair. And uh, Yeah, she has extremely thick hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so Steffi Jr., that's Steffi. And uh, so Steffi's right, uh, one of the middle of the pack there. And, and She was born Christmas Day. That's wow. obviously a very fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and we celebrated her birthday at Disney World last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which was very special. And we had, we had such a great time. And that was before the COVID craziness. And, uh, mm-hmm. and we don't say craziness because someone's worried about it. We, we get it. You know, we, we say COVID craziness because we think it's crazy that COVID is in this world. And, but, you know, we, we serve a great God. But so anyway, Steffi, so getting back to Steffi, I wanted to say a couple mm-hmm. things about Steffi. Great artist, great girl. When she's happy, man, she can make everybody smile. And she's happy a lot. And how, how's she getting along with Thor? That's something I want to know. I hear Emmy going, Thor, Thor. <laughs> I was, yeah, I, Emmy's yelling at him, yeah. bossing him. I mean, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. How's Steffi um, doing? Steffi likes him. Yeah, she likes him. She's very sweet. Yeah. She likes him. She's very happy with him. I think it's not, it's different. You know, she's, Emmy's like, it's a, it's like her sibling to boss around kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you've got a female golden get... retriever puppy and you'd like to donate it to Stephanie to make Thor and uh, Dor uh, make a little babies, you know, <laughs> we're, we're all, cause they would make some good, that Thor is a good looking dog. But uh, anyway. Yeah, he is. And uh, so he's got, you know, imagine living in a barn, waiting for an owner. And a woman shows up with eight crazy kids. And, uh, you know, that has got to be the best dog day in history as far as I'm concerned. And uh, so if somebody says it's a dog day, when it comes to Thor, it's a good dog day. So here, 
Go and get eight kids. You've won, huh? And Stephanie told me he's going to be an outside dog. So how is the outside dog thing working out for you, Stephanie? (laughs) You had to go and ask that question, didn't you? I think it's time to get to God's word. But anyway, so as we continue to catch up. He did spend time outside today. He did. He did. Now, is he living where I and Debbie are going to be sleeping? <laughs> where Debbie and I are going to be laying our heads? Well, is, is Thor going to no, be with us? No, no. We'll, we'll, we'll shoot him outside. No, no. Thor needs to be with his Uncle Doug. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so if you don't know, the little kids, Emmy and Caleb, and Caleb's not a little kid anymore, Kepdile, they, they called me Uncle Dud for a while. I think it was hard to pronounce Uncle Doug or one or two things you can guess later, but, uh, or Stephanie taught him to say my name, Uncle Dud. Uh, I did not teach them to say it that way. They just, that's what Emmy said. So that's what came. You know what I mean? There we are. All right. So we're in Psalm 11. (laughs) uh, Talking about putting our trust in God. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure, Stephanie, I can't find it here in, in my commentary or anything, but I was told in the seminary that those words in God we trust on the coin and things of that nature come from Psalm 11. Uh, so yeah. I, I don't know if there's any proof to that. I, you know, again, I learned a lot of things in, in Bible college and in the seminary. And sometimes, you know, they're based on history and, and not necessarily, a, you know, a biblical fact where you have mm-hmm. something from the, you know, from the Constitution or whatever, our motto there. But uh, in the Lord, uh, I will put my trust is what I named this psalm in college. And it says, in the Lord, right there, uh, in the Lord, in the beginning there in Psalm number 11, in the Lord, I put my trust. How say ye to my soul? Flee as a bird to your mountain. For lo, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready the arrow upon the string. They may privily shoot at the upright in the heart. Boy, he's, he's hurting there. In the foundations... Mm-hmm be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. The eyes behold his eyelids try the children of men. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked in him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone, and a horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of the cup. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness, his cutness doth behold the upright. Wow. You know that one verse that's sticking out to me, Stephanie? I want to see if this is the one sticking out to you. But uh, for lo, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready the arrow upon the string, and they may privily shoot it at the upright in the heart. I mean, what, what's talking to you in this psalm? What's going on? Well, I think I think it's amazing to me um, that he starts, off before he gets into describing what the wicked are doing he just says in Jehovah yeah. put on my trust yeah and that big um, Lord in my then, Bible, Jehovah God yes, God. Yeah. yes and I think he's saying to his enemies how say ye to my soul flee as a bird to the mountain for lo the wicked shoot their bows you know and, and I think I think David this is a powerful psalm because he says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Yeah. And so there's, I think David's talking about a lot of stuff here. Um, it's it's kind of got a lot packed into a little psalm. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but he comes back to the reason he trusts in the Lord is because the Lord's in his holy temple. Yeah. The Lord's in heaven. His eyes are watching. I think of the um, verse that says that the eyes of the Lord, um, how does it say, They're, they, they, they go to and fro. They go to and fro. They behold the evil. They behold the good. And it's like David saying, nothing's escaping God's eyes. No. And um, there's something powerful in this this chapter um, that, again, when we pray of saying, God, this is what you say. He says, the Lord trieth, in verse 5, he says, the Lord trieth righteous. Hmm. But the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. Yeah, it, it's almost... And that's a powerful... I mean, yeah. it makes me stop and go, wow. Yeah, you that's know, it's almost... a term. It, it's all, you know, in verse 2, it's almost like people are walking around ready to take us out. You know, I've had yeah. that feeling before. You know, I, yeah. who's next? Who's going to mess up on us next? Who's going to who's gonna hurt us next? You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, and I know you felt that and uh, I know yeah. because I know everybody has. And uh, and, and you know, so talking about that, they secretly walk around and try to shoot you in the heart, you know, and my day started with a weird phone call. This guy wrote me this weird cryptic message on Facebook and he said, is there any way you can get around Matthew 18, 15? And I said, maybe with 18, 16, and 17, if you just can't judge somebody if they're going crazy. He said, that's what I thought. Someone told me you said something bad about me, and I don't even know the guy. How, how can I say something wow. bad about someone? I, someone just set me up, you know? And uh, mm. uh, so certainly there are people that shoot at us. Certainly there are people that do these things. Yeah. Certainly there are people, uh, you know, this, this is, I've been there. And then talking about the foundations being destroyed, you know, uh, you know, it's like, what can the righteous do here? I mean, it, it's just, mm-hmm. he's going on. And, uh, and sometimes we think that way, don't we? We, you know, yeah. and it's easy to get caught up in the political climate right now. And it's easy to get caught up in, uh, in, in, in the mobs and, and, uh, in different things like that in our foundations, but it's, it's, it's better or it's, to understand that God's there, that God knows what's going on. Nothing's escaping God. This is all going in the right direction. And and then I like what you said over there in verse number five, the Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked in him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. And, uh, you know, as we look at that, it's kind of what God will do or the way God is. And you almost get a feeling that, you know, we're talking about what Saul was doing to David here. I mean, it, yeah, it, it feels like there's more going on than what we know here, and uh, or or than what we can probably ascertain. And then uh, upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone, and a horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness; his countenance doth behold the upright. So I mean, looking at that, you can. I guess, you know, the practical side, putting this into 2020, putting this into now, David's having a bad day. Yeah. And I mean, David's having a, maybe a bad week or a bad month or a bad year. And, uh, you, you know, we, we got to remember going backwards. I mean, where did David come from? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and for those of you who don't know, I guess uh, you would find that over in 1 Samuel, really. And I guess I should have, uh, talking about how David... Uh, you know, one by one, Jesse came, what is it, one by one? 
and they judged the sons, mm -hmm. Samuel's sons? No, Jesse's sons. Yeah, he was Jesse's son. Samuel was the prophet, yeah. Samuel was the prophet, Jesse's son. And then the youngest one that he didn't even bring in to be judged, or the youngest one, he didn't even bring in. And that's the problem with the world, Stephanie, right there. The youngest one, David, was the one that God was going to use, that the prophet wanted, that God had his hand on. But so often we overlook people for different things. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I mean, have you well, seen I, that? I'm afraid, yeah. Yeah, yeah we judge um, something that, that I've, that, that's always... Um, stood out to me is the fact that we serve a God who goes for the one nobody is looking at, we yeah. go, you know, and, and humans go for the one who hits the spotlight. You know, even Samuel as the prophet of God was drawn to David's brothers and God kept saying, no, don't look at their outward appearance yeah. because I'm seeing the heart. And, um, so often we're tempted to go, we're, we're drawn to someone because, Oh, they, they're golden tongued or they're this or they're that. Um, and you know, they have such a pleasant way about them when in reality, God's looking for the person whose heart is in tune with him. And the, you know, he came to seek and save the, the sheep that was lost. And, um, having that Christ kind of focus of looking past the golden tongue, looking past the, um, all of the reasons that would be human and saying, okay, God, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that's something that we've missed. So I, I guess the thing we would say to people is, hey, hold steady, man. You know, you don't know what God has for you. You know, if someone would yeah. have told me as a shy, introverted kid whose parents divorced, who's who was the lowest one on the pecking order in my family. And, I, and I'm and i nothing. I've become nothing. But if somebody would have told me when I was like 15 years old that someday I was going to be on a podcast or someday I was going to be preaching or I was going to be able to be in the Army and be a retired Army Sergeant Major and, and that, that God would allow me to do things. Folks, I, I'm here to tell you, sometimes we, we forget that we limit ourselves. Yeah. God doesn't limit yeah. us. And, and, you know, that's one of the things that one of the great things I think about Stephanie is, is Stephanie has no prejudices. Stephanie loves everybody and counsels everybody and cares for everybody. And, and I think we have a requirement to do that. I think we got to take heart. I think we got to realize that even if we got PTSD, even if we're messed up, even if our lives are sideways, even if the world is upside down, God's got a plan for us. And, and, you know, yeah. that plans as big as his promises are. And, and I mean, what do we tell someone, Stephanie, who's the first kid of 10 kids uh, born in Warsaw, Indiana, just kind of fading in uh, there and, and you get to be a missionary wife and a missionary martyr's wife and be a missionary and now reach out to people? I mean, what do you what do you uh, what do you say to somebody who's sitting there right now who's thinking, man, there's not much for me? Well, I think the one thing I would love to say to every person who thinks there's nothing there's nothing for me is to remember that. God created you yeah. and he created you for a special purpose. He created you for his glory and don't sell God short because we serve a great God and the God who created the world made you and he didn't make you just to be a nobody. He made every single person in his image and every person has the exact same potential as the person next to them. And so take those steps of faith. And take those steps if you if if you need to heal, 
take the steps you need to take to heal and be excited that you serve a God that loves you and don't throw that away. You know, take advantage of, of that and take those steps of moving forward and you'll be amazed what you'll see God do. Yeah. And it comes down to what we talked about yesterday, people living in the past and these terrible things that happened mm-hmm. to us and life being upside down. And you know, we, you know, the happy people, uh, they see faith. They, they trust in God. They, uh, you know, even the happy people who aren't saved or some, they have faith in something. I mean, it, it's false. Mm-hmm. It's no good. It's taken them nowhere. But as a Christian, we have real hope and, and we need to see the faith, not the problems, not the, not the junk. Uh, and, and how do we do that, Stephanie? How does somebody who's just caught up in the junk and, and God only knows where they're living, God only knows what they're, they're going through. I mean, there's people that are listening to us, uh, Stephanie, our peeps are great peeps, but there's some people going through some stuff. Yeah. And, and how do we see faith? How do we find faith in the midst of that? Well, faith is the substance of things hoped for, mm. the evidence of things we don't see. And um, when Charles died, God took me so many times back to Romans 8, to the to that chapter. And I'll never forget, I'm just turning there right now, I'll never forget as Um, as I read through that chapter over and over and over again, some verses that just popped out to me so many times um, in Romans 8 were those that talk about the fact that, um, as Romans 8, 24, it says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it, And then the next verse is beautiful. It talks about that the Holy Spirit helps our infirmities, that when we don't even know what to pray, that it makes groaning and makes intercessions for us with groanings that can't be uttered. And all of that leads up to Romans 8, 28, which says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And walking by faith and not by sight is not something we can humanly do. It is something that we can only do with the Holy Spirit of God working in and through our lives. And um, there are so many times that I want to go back to walking by sight because we're human. And um, just this week, God has been reminding me, Stephanie, where are your eyes? Where's your focus? And um, are you seeking me? You know, the devil uses what we see with our human eyes to get us so discouraged and get us so depressed that we don't want to pray, that we don't want to trust, that we that we start to sink like Peter did on the waves. Yeah. And I think walking by faith means we have to keep our eyes in the midst of the storm like Peter had to fixed on Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith and say, God, yeah, I'm going to sink. If you don't, if you don't keep me up in the midst of this storm, I'm going to sink. And it's that it's something supernatural. Faith isn't something we can muster up. It really is something that God, that as we trust God comes from God. Yes. He is something he does. You can't, you know, you can't get it by riling yourself up. You can't get it by shouting and pouting. You can't, Faith comes with a relationship with God. And I mean, those things happen. Don't get me wrong. I know that, uh, you know, God moves on our hearts and we have tears and I get all that. 
But, but faith comes in those dark times and in the light times. It comes on the mountain, it comes in the valley, but it's trust in God's word. And it's how we get, Stephanie, it's how we get from, uh, you know, we see problems or we see faith in our life. We see in the past or we see future, but I think it really comes down to what I'm seeing here in Psalm number 11. And, and when you were talking about that over and over again, it, the psalmist is putting his faith in God, trusting God, believing in the system, believing in God's word, trusting in God's word, knowing for sure that God's going to take care of them. And that's where we get our joy. That's where we can put away these things that cause PTSD. That's where we can put away these things that are hurt us in our life. That's when we can get rid of the fears in our life. That's when we can get rid of the worries in our life. That's we, we don't put away, you know, the hurt we've been through, the people we've lost. They never go away, but we're able to look forward. We're able to know that God has something better for us than being stuck in the hole. I mean, is that what you're getting here, Stephanie? Yeah. God yeah. has something better. And, uh, and God has something better. And, and, and you know, there's ugly times. There's ugly days. There's, you know, work is hard. And, and uh, you know, Stephanie and I are in by faith ministries. We get it. You know, she was out on deputation for years uh, with eight kids and a camper and her husband. And, uh, uh, you know, we get all that. And we can either fixate on, boy, we don't have too much. Or we can fix on, we've got everything. We've got God. And, uh, and, and I like the way you explained faith, faith, the Bible, faith is the substance. Faith is, man, you know, folks, I could tell you the best thing, I, the best explanation I heard is what uh, Stephanie just said. And, and folks, can I tell you something? It's faith over fear. It's faith over a lot of things in life right now. And I'm not saying we're, we're stupid. We don't jump in front of a trailer truck. Uh, but, but God gives us what we need to know for that. But faith gets us through those. Yeah, I mean, oh, I got faith. God's going to help me. And we jump in front of a Kenworth on 85. No, we don't do that. Hey, hey, you know, we, we got hit on 85, you know, so. Oh, man, why did now my back hurt right when you said that? A sharp pain went my right up my spine. My shoulder and spine hurt in 85. And, that, and that's one of the reasons we we went uh, and started looking for help in our lives is to try to help us get through some of this. And, uh, and, and, and boy, you know, my, my sweet wife, Debbie and, and Stephanie got hurt the most in that accident and that bad man just hit us. And, um, but anyway, to Stephanie, quote Emmeline. Uh, to quote Emmeline, Emmeline, the, uh, <laughs> a child prodigy. But I think as we're looking at this and all Stephanie's kids are smart, they really are. But, but looking at this and wrapping this and, and trying to help our peeps that, the people out here listening to us, Stephanie, I really think it comes down to this is, is faith over fear. Uh, finding yeah. that faith in the beginning of the day, you've said it a hundred times on these podcasts, is reading God's word, trusting God's word, chronicling God's word. Real quickly, the 30 second to one minute version. How do people, what does chronicling God's word mean to our people out here? How, how do we do that? Well, I mean, there's, I think you just start, you know, say, oh, I've never read more than a couple verses. Well, start with a chapter and say, God, give me one verse from yeah. today. Yeah. And God will do it. You know, his word is quick and powerful and it's alive. And when you get to know God um, and you seek him, um, he says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to, to you. Um, it says, asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened. And 
that applies to when you're reading your Bible too. Yeah. And when you ask the Lord to give you truths from his word, yeah. open now thy word or open now thy law that I may behold wondrous things, something like that David said in, in Psalms. And so just coming to him and saying, God, I want to know you. He will, he will draw nigh to you. And so just take a verse at a time and ask God for one verse to meditate on and to, and memorize try to start memorizing his word all of those things will help you become all that jesus wants you to be yeah yeah no i really do and and folks listen and and we're the same as you we we have our troubles we have our worries we have our craziness but if we can collectively go to god if we can pray for each other if we can put faith in his word if we can chronicle and i like that stephanie chronicles and you know writing down the verses that helped her that day going back to those verses and there's so much help and uh, stephanie as we close as we wrap what's the most important thing we can tell our friends out here today that they need to accept the lord jesus christ as their savior do it yeah do it today thank you have a great day thank you for listening to our podcast today one of the more exciting things about our ministry is being able to tell people how they can know for sure they're saved and believe in Jesus Christ and spend eternity in heaven. The Bible tells us there's four things we need to know to be saved. The first thing it tells us is we're all sinners. The Bible says there are none righteous. It says that everybody in the world is a sinner. The second thing that the Bible teaches us is there's a price on sin. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death. The third thing and the good news that the Bible teaches us today is it says, but God commendeth his love toward us while we were yet sinners before we were even born, Christ died for us. So we can know we're a sinner. We can know there's a price on sin, but thank God that Christ died for us. Then the Bible says we must speak it in our mouth and believe it in our heart that all we need to do is pray to God, believe it in our heart that Christ has died for our sins and ask him to save us in Jesus Christ's name. And you know what, folks? He will. If we can do anything to help you in that area, please send us a message. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.